This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hey, does anyone want to learn French with me? Because I've decided in 2024 that I want to learn French. And thankfully, I have Rosetta Stone. So you better hop on it so we can learn French together. Rosetta Stone has the amazing true accent feature, which is so helpful, especially in French. You get feedback on how well you're actually pronouncing words. Plus, they have 25 languages to choose from. So if you're not going to learn French with me, I'm sure you can find some other people who will learn a language with you. But I'm on the French team this year. Come on, folks, join me. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, and that's why we drink listeners, can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash drink. That's rosettastone.com slash drink. It's a listener's episode, but we have friends here today for once. <laughs> we do. We we brought ourselves a few guests, and by we brought, I mean um, Eva fully orchestrated it for us. So thank you, Eva. <laughs> um, but we we have uh, well, really, Christine. I feel like you should introduce them because you, okay, you know them a little better than I do. This is Trevin and Amanda from Live Laugh Larceny. As you can imagine, we love the freaking podcast name. Um, <laughs> I love the show. I think it's very fun. My brother, I think, has done a crossover with you too. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So we we're we're so thrilled to have you here for a listeners episode. Welcome. Like I said, we are beyond honored. Yes, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Em em apparently immediately had something to say. Sorry, Em, go ahead. Nope. That's just kind of my, the way I operate (laughs) is I just only like to throw myself in when not needed. Um, But uh, (laughs) for those of you who have never heard one of our listeners episodes before, uh, we put one out on the first of every month. So happy March, everybody. Uh, We haven't gotten there yet uh, in time and space, but hoping it's going good and mm-hmm. oh march 1st that it. means it's justin bieber's birthday oh big news JD. nope silence crickets cool. <laughs> um okay it's going good christine your you turn. got a half interested uh jb from amanda i think that you should yeah. just take what you can Thank get you. and run with it yeah. um i would love to give trevin and amanda a chance to tell us about their podcast or just a little like just a little, in case people haven't listened to it yet which they should Oh my goodness. Well, yes. If you haven't heard of our show, Live Left Larceny, um, basically we are a true petty crime podcast. Genius. So we don't talk about anything murdery, you know, nothing too heavy. Um, but we like to kind of switch the the true crime comedy genre around a little bit. Mm-hmm. And instead of talking about heavy subject matter, you know, some, you know, in a lighthearted way, it's more lighthearted subject matter in a more dramatic, in a dramatic way. I love that. That's so clever. And Trevin, I'll let you kind of explain how you make it more dramatic because he is seriously, you guys, like a very, very skilled um, editor. He comes up with all of our original music in the background, all of our sounds. He's so good. Oh my god, well, Tchaikovsky over here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> so I really enjoyed uh 
storytelling podcasts that have a lot of sound effects behind them and a lot of sound design. And I thought it would be really kind of fun to do more of that with in podcasts. So kind of, I watched a lot of Tiny Toons growing up and I loved when they would do their, (laughs) before they would present a cartoon it would be like babs and buster would come out and talk and then like point at the screen and then they would have like a plucky duck cartoon or something play so the way i kind of envisioned it for amanda and i was sort of the same way we both come out and we write original stories based off of dumb criminal stories or petty stories in the news and then we tell them as if they are a very dramatic like dateline-esque uh you know horror story i mean i get why we get along like with alexander my brother and i we do our like dramatic readings of like karen once our Karen, like silly reviews so i I do get the i do get the like there's something very uh, enticing about making something ridiculous like seem very very serious um so i applaud you for that it's a a great angle (laughs) no your your show beach too sandy water too wet oh my god yes that is a vibe yeah, that let's talk about that for a while, Em. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm just here to enjoy the ride. You guys do whatever kidding. you need to do. <laughs> anyway, so Eva, uh, our wonderful producer, has prepped some stories for us to read. And as always, we don't know them in advance, but I know she did try to look into petty crimes and said we didn't really get many of those submissions, unfortunately. Um, but so we'll see what, what she has to uh, bring to the table. But um, I think she instructed me to go first, so I guess I'll mm-hmm. go ahead and read one. Okay, so this is from Danielle, she, her, and it is called Mini Murder Love Story. Okay. Okay. You don't talk about murder, but maybe mini murder. I don't know. We'll see. That's, okay. very, uh, that's very on brand, yeah. Feels petty-ish. The, the real twist would be if uh, at the end of this we realized that the two of them came on just because they wanted to hear us read stories they wrote oh, oh all of a sudden a we just hear twist. like a piano and we're like where's that coming from all of a sudden just... like buster bunny walks through and it's like <laughs> <laughs> presenting okay this says greetings atww team one and all in your recent episode you were talking about family meet cutes i wanted to share a mini true crime love story oh my My maternal great-grandfather was a physically giant man. So giant, in fact, he made a lot of money with his side hustle, bare-knuckle boxing. (laughs) Remember remember back in the day when that could just be a thing that you do as a side hustle? My my hobby is punching people in the face for in the face for sport yeah it's a it um, was a hobby now it's like you're a entrepreneur like an there, he's actually he's making he's making money off this off this yeah. hobby isn't that what abraham lincoln did that oh, is yeah. that what he, did yeah. he do that he did oh yeah. yeah abe was real buff he would have had my vote <laughs> just on that he alone. said that a little too excitedly i i probably was, am a little too yeah. Yeah. she has fond memories oh yeah <laughs> Back in his day, it was something. Um, Vote okay, for me so- or else, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Probably would have worked. Uh, okay, one night, things got a little intense, and he ended up killing his opponent in the ring. Oh, okay. Well. And it's sad. Yep, and not it's our story anymore. Nope, not yours anymore. <laughs> piano has stopped. Did I mention these were Prohibition-era underground boxing matches? No? Well... It's not super awesome to kill a dude in what is essentially a basement booze-filled fight. He was promptly arrested and sentenced to prison in Pontiac, Illinois. His entire family moved there to be in the same town with him. 
Cut to my grandmother being in high school, still in Pontiac, and meeting my grandfather. The rest is history. My grandmother and I had a deep connection, and she contacted me when she died, but that's a story for another day. Just kidding. I'll tell you now. Wow, that's the first time that's ever happened. Whoa, <laughs> We've goody. never gotten that before. We get a lot of, uh, that's a story for another day, and it's so infuriating because we're like, no, we want it. But, you know, wow, we, this person... One- there was one month where we actually did a whole listeners episode where the topic or the theme was the stories that were for another day and had people. Yeah. Oh. All, those, all those people who wrote in saying, oh, that's a story for another day. We're like, well, yeah, we're going to call your bluff. Send it on in. It's well, you time. finally got it. This is it's this your is your chance. time. <laughs> Here it goes. That's a story for another day. Just kidding. I'll tell you now. She passed on my 22nd birthday. I remember waking up at 3 a.m. to throw up. Oh, I had one drink that night because I had to drive, so I wasn't schwammered. I was in the middle of an out-of-nowhere panic attack when I felt someone rubbing my back, telling me that she was sorry she left today, but she had to be with Joe. They missed each other too much, and she was in too much pain to stay. She asked me to forgive her, and through my tears and not understanding, I said I would always forgive her. She had always rubbed my back as I cried. Confused, I went back to bed and slept fitfully. Later that morning, I got up to open cards my parents had brought up for me, and in what was an extreme show of restraint, hadn't opened as soon as they left. My phone rang. It was my mom calling. She said, happy birthday, and asked what I was doing. I said, opening up my cards. I have grandmas in my hand. She responded, about that and i knew what had happened that morning was my grandmother giving up the fight and asking me to forgive her too long didn't read my great grandpa killed a dude went to prison and his family followed and that's where my grandparents met and then my grandma died on my birthday but she felt bad about it so i'm not mad even though i'm a leo end of email oh Oh, Uh, wow that was chaotic You know, that's a lot to put on someone who's already vomiting on their birthday is like to just show up and be like, I need you to forgive everything that's about to happen to you. It's a But also what a power move because you know that like they can't very well like stand up for themselves yeah. in that moment. Like they're at their weakest right there. Yeah. That's true, that's true. And also but imagine grandma showed up and like was ready to like have this big last final warm hug and just saw her grandkid like vomiting it's like ooh, this is a really awkward way but we got it's like now i gotta hold your now. hair back i have <laughs> other people to visit <laughs> right she's like okay suck it up and listen to this real quick okay happy birthday but also oh my goodness yeah. that is really sweet though i have to say if that's like the thing that she remembered her grandmother doing and then that happened oh, oh my yeah, god the fact that she would rub her back that's really nice i wonder though if grandma showed up and created the panic attack because it said she only had one drink so she didn't right. get sick from the drink did grandma show up and immediately like i don't know stir her up yeah stir stir something in the universe i don't know um but can i say like i wonder you know it's it's very it's a mini murder love story he was sent at pontiac and then her family met and then yeah but can you imagine if the guy who went to jail there died and then went to heaven and then they were like oh well your whole purpose was to bring your family to pontiac like i feel he'd be like i could not have happened another way i had to go right. to prison in pontiac for this love story right i don't know it's quite a it's quite a uh it's, i don't know i don't know what it is it's um and they're a leo i mean romantic i took that away as well from the story I took that as well you can't forget that part <laughs> i'm yeah, glad you held on say- to it <laughs> 
I feel like I lived like a whole life in just that TLDR. It felt like scenes rushing past. It happened. Everything happened so fast while you were saying that. I'm like, oh, and Leo. Whoa. Whoa. It's like their life flashed before our our eyes. You know, it's like maybe honestly, M, maybe we were not ready for a story for another day to be today. I guess maybe we just weren't ready. It was going to be a a a lot of details, and we had to be ready to grab them. But maybe we. This is a lesson. It's a lesson learned. Yeah, let, let the story be for another day. No, just kidding. Thank you um, so much, Danielle. I hope I said that earlier, Danielle, uh, for your story. Um, I love it. And I'm so glad that you can see the, the beautiful romance of it all, of the underground bar fight or whatever it was. <laughs> it's beautiful It's romance. like I'm there. I mean, yeah. yeah. Behind you, every you bar brawl, there's a real love story, isn't there's there? There's a grandma who's going to get laid and... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, sorry. I didn't mean... <laughs> Never mind. Okay. I mean, you didn't say anything untrue, so don't apologize totally. <laughs> Thank but. you. Some New Year's resolutions are destined to fail. Lucky for you, though, I have an easy resolution that we can all make, and it'll make your life easier, be kinder to our planet, and transform the way you do laundry in 2024. That is switching to Earth Breeze. I know what you're thinking. Well, laundry isn't very fun. You buy this huge, heavy plastic jug. You have to measure out just the right amount while you're getting like goopy detergent everywhere and spilling it. But thankfully, EarthBreeze heard our cries and now Eco Sheets are here to change the game. Unlike liquid powder or capsule detergent, EarthBreeze looks like a dryer sheet, but it's ultra concentrated laundry detergent. It couldn't be easier. You just throw a sheet in with your laundry and watch it dissolve in any wash cycle, hot or cold. There's no measuring, no mess, and best of all, no wasteful plastic jug. EarthBreeze fights everyday stains and odors, giving you an amazing clean every time. My mom has actually been using EarthBreeze sheets for, gosh, months now, I think, and she has been trying to get me on the train for a while, and I said, I will, I will, and so when they came along as a sponsor, I figured, this is the sign, it's now or never, and I'm really impressed with how well they work, and I love the fact that I don't have those giant plastic jugs and goo taking up my whole laundry room, so if I were you, I would give it a try. Right now, our listeners can get started with EarthBreeze and save 40%. Go to earthbreeze.com slash drink. That's earthbreeze.com slash drink for 40% off your subscription. It feels very fitting that Juniper is currently sitting on my lap uh, because we all want our cats to be healthy and happy because when they're happy, we're happy. But because we're not mind readers, we don't always know when they're unwell. And in my experience, cats are not the most, you know, open when it comes to sharing their woes. And there goes Juni, literally jumped right off me. So helping us keep tabs on our cat's health is just one reason you should use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell, thank God. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can for Blaze, because that's his job. Here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in our cats, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues, and Pretty Litter ships free right to your door in a small, lightweight bag. Pretty Litter has changed the game. The litter box is right near Leona's room, and so it is very delightful to not have that litter smell all the time when she's taking a nap. Plus, we can rest easy knowing that Juniper and his little kidneys are healthy. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash ATWWD and use code ATWWD to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All right, now that we've talked about Grandma getting it in this time let's do um let's go into um our next story which is titled mothman 
Um, and this is Mothman? from Lauren Mothman. Oh, okay, great. And this is him. from Lauren Hughes's she, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. And Lauren says, hello, I think I'm finally ready to tell my Mothman story to you all. Oh, this story has sent chills down many spines. Christine, are you listening? Christina's our in-house. Uh, uh, what's the right word? I have um, no idea. What are you talking about? Mothman <laughs> aficionado is the kindest way to put oh, it, but also oh, oh, desperate for Mothman to like simp a little bit of a simp, maybe a simp. I learned, yeah. what, I learned what that word was recently. If Christine, <laughs> if Christine was it, happened to go into a bar brawl and Mothman was fighting, you know, the if same I happen kind of to be a grandma happen. in Pontiac, Illinois, and Mothman happened then it, to it be could happen. a resident of Pontiac, Illinois, I'm just saying. <laughs> well. <laughs> If it's if this story has sent chills down others' spines, I'm already everyone keep your eyes on Christine because she might go into a, a panic attack herself. Um, <laughs> this story has sent chills down many spines, and I'm still afraid of Mothman today. I can't even laugh at photos of Mothman's juicy oh. ass statue anymore. Oh, that's a shame. That that's is how a you shame. Know. I was gonna say that's how you know things have gone south for you. <laughs> it's terribly sad. Lauren says, I'll set the scene. I was house sitting for a retired veterinarian and uh, in the countryside outside of uh, Potlatch, Potlatch, Idaho. It was one of what? Oh, I don't know. That's just the craziest bumpkin. Potlatch is interesting. Yeah. It's like Potlatch, Idaho. I know it's Idaho. Idaho. So it's already very Midwestern, but Potlatch just feels like the official name of something on a crock pot, which also feels very Midwestern. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> it sure does. So, it sure very does. on brand. Hmm. Uh, it was one of those new moon nights with thick cloud coverage that made the shade of night as thick as a quilt. And oh. I had just gotten into webtoons and spent several hours just reading a comic on the couch with one of the cats. I think the cat's name is B- baby jesus wait what I, oh my uh, it says you think uh, or they think <laughs> maybe all of us are wondering because the <laughs> sentence is i spent several hours just reading a comic on the couch with one of the cats comma baby jesus i think the cat's name is baby jesus <laughs> okay i love listen, it listen i love it right like i'll take it it's a foolproof foolproof <laughs> a lot of cat owners worship their cats so might yeah. as well just mm-hmm. be direct about it um all of a sudden i got extremely paranoid i felt like i was being watched i was facing the window that looked out into the driveway and would have noticed any cars coming from at least a mile away then what i heard still haunts me the it was a loud whirling noise directly above the house with no warning it sounded like a helicopter as if the propellers were made of skin what Am I am I on drugs? What's going on? <laughs> so baby Jesus is there, a propeller suit of skin, like we're in Leatherface's mansion. Okay, hang on. The I writing, did read that right. The writing of this email is actually very detailed, and I it's Shakespearean. I have to say, yes, it is. It's intense. I, I can mean, smell the, the night... skin on the walls. Yeah, you can basically <laughs> smell the skin. <laughs> Gross. I uh, I did read that right. Okay. Um. It sounded oh, like no. a helicopter, as if the propellers were made of skin. I feel bad because this person was like, I can't laugh about this anymore. And we're like, 
(laughs) And Lauren, how dare you think I know what propellers made of skin sounds like, but I guess we're going to work with it. (laughs) But like weirdly, I'm like, oh, I guess I can see it. I think we all kind of know though. Maybe it takes like a very mentally ill person to understand that. Um, I I feel like it's me. Yeah, I think we kind of I'm in great company. Yeah. (laughs) She assumed and she was right too. I I kind of got what she's going with. I, I went to open the front door and the noise stopped. I froze, and I don't know how long I stood there before I opened the door to peer outside. It was so dark, I could barely see my car 20 feet away. I couldn't hear anything, so I went back inside, but I could not shake the feeling that I was still being watched. I decided to go upstairs and watch some TV to calm myself down. I smoked a little weed about an hour prior, so I thought that I was just paranoid. I got settled on on the couch and felt my whole body go rigid and felt compelled to look out the window to my left. Right outside the upstairs window was a pair of glowing red eyes. Uh I turned my head back and said, there's no fucking way. (laughs) I like to imagine at this point, baby Jesus went, meow. Like, you're right. (laughs) Baby Jesus was like, I'm not that baby Jesus. I can't help you. I'm sorry. (laughs) I cannot save you. (laughs) <laughs> no, <laughs> I turned my head back and said, there's no fucking way and looked again to see the eyes even closer to the window. I ran into the bathroom that did not have any windows and stood there completely frozen with baby Jesus looking at me curiously. Uh, the window faced a completely empty field and there were no houses around for miles. I called my boss who lived about 20 minutes away and begged her to come get me because I was terrified to go outside to my car by myself. When she got there, I didn't look out the window again and ran into her car, almost hyperventilating. I told her what I saw, uh, but I could just tell that she thought I was being paranoid. I barely slept that night, and I told my friend Bryn the next day, who is the one that got me into your podcast, uh, Mm. she demanded that I take her to the house to look around. And when we got there (laughs) and looked in the tree next to the upstairs window and found several broken branches... We investigated the rest of the farmhouse and found nothing else out of the ordinary besides old newspapers with Hitler on them. What is going on in this story? <laughs> we, I feel like I feel like I feel like Eva heard "Live, Laugh, Larceny" and was like, oh my "This gosh. seems like the moment to pull out the wildest." <laughs> I, I feel like Eva has that. a secret filing cabinet that just says things like "Hitler and Baby Jesus crossover" and just found a way to make it work. <laughs> The crossover sensation of the summer. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, Hitler Anyways, v. Still... Baby Jesus. This time it's personal. <laughs> Hitler oh, and Baby god. Jesus in one property. This is wild. Uh, anyways, Ugh. I still freak out whenever I see red lights out a window and will forever wonder if it was Mothman who visited me and what he was trying to warn me about. Do you two think I saw him? Um. I got a lot of other questions before Mothman (laughs) breaking the branches in your tree, man. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We have a lot of questions. I mean, okay. I, as somebody who has recently begun to partake more in the the THC of it all, I I feel like five, 10 years ago, I would have thought like, oh, well, maybe they're just smoking and like (laughs) smoking stuff. Smoking the dope. But I'm like, I, I feel like as much as it can make you like definitely paranoid a little bit. It can't really necessarily make you well could make you hallucinate but it doesn't sound like they had enough to to warrant like a full uh i don't know mothman terror attack i, yeah. I don't know yeah i don't know what, what do you guys, guys think? think uh i mean 
It's hard to tell, but I will agree as somebody who has uh, definitely loved that THC is legal in Missouri now. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't think it, it would make a person just, you know, make up seeing Mothman. It seems like hallucinations are, are a little extreme yes. for what is that. For so, sure. If I'm remembering correctly, maybe this was a totally different story. I feel like they're all starting to blur together and there's only two so far. But um, is this that the one, one where they were... That one had a lot in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot happening. Is this the one where they were house-sitting for a, a, a vet? Yeah, a retired doctor or vet, yeah. Maybe okay. that was one of the animals. Maybe they had like a... Oh, a giraffe he just brought it home one day a giraffe yeah giraffe. Mm -hmm. i said velociraptor giraffe is better because it's re it's alive right now but um <laughs> you will say because it's real, <laughs> it's real. <laughs> listen um, uh maybe it was a giraffe you I know mean... no pro probably not a giraffe i don't know i thought i'd throw I... it out there didn't seem like it resonated with anyone so what else were the skin propellers i don't know we haven't even that was this story holy i'm telling shit. you that we and you know what we said in the last story too is that one also felt a little like whiplash. This one really feels Ooh. like I got thrown off a cliff and from my car like that. Yeah, <laughs> this is skin propellers, baby Jesus, Hitler. Also, <laughs> somehow Mothman is at the bottom of my priority list with the story. Exactly. I know. I know. When they said, "Is that Mothman?" I'm like, uh, "Hello, can we figure out where the Hitler newspapers came from <laughs> and if the vet like knows that they're there? And also, does the vet have anything to say about this animal in the tree?" Uh, all good boy. questions all, all good valid questions. he sounds like a mad scientist oh yeah. for sure not a vet he does for I mean, sure skin actually skin yeah. propellers no sane mind could come up with that i'm no just saying <laughs> the, the writing on that email that was beautiful the quilt of was. night the quilt oh, oh that yeah was... po it's poetic really i know i feel I, like I, um... I think they were indulging when they wrote it i think that's where that creativity and that maybe email. that's yeah. it you guys yeah. i see i see because mm -hmm. it well, was you're totally right about the quilt. It felt uh, like it was a gradual letting us know this was going to be a wild time. Yeah, like yes. a, night as heavy as quilt is like our darkness. It's like, like oh, I yeah, could have said it was dark, that. but that's not what's going to happen here. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. that, that's not the vibe. That's not the aesthetic today. Uh, to answer your question, Lauren, I would like to believe that it's Mothman. <laughs> I think it's very interesting that there are a bunch of broken branches in a tree where you did see something with glowing red eyes. That is freaky. For yeah, sure. we're but not dis dismissing that, I swear. But oh, I don't know what so. it would be. I think it I was a I just have a lot of questions. I can't focus on I'm just totally glad you got that. out of that house. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm glad it's not your house. Like, I'm glad <laughs> that this was at least you were just popping by, you know? I um, would suggest just not ever working there again. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Just in or case. maybe not not smoking weed there, just in case. Totally. Uh, right. It's not. It's not a safe yeah. space. You know. It's not a. That's exactly right. It's not a safe <laughs> space. That's so important. You know. Uh. Anyway. Well, well, now we we gotta invite Trevin and Amanda now to t to tell a story. Oh my gosh. Can yeah. I please there's... go next. Yes. Please go next. Would whoever whoever wants. To, I don't know. Duke it out. Bare knuckle box it out in the basement. <laughs> I'm gonna Abraham Lincoln you, Trevin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I Trevin can't have anything Abe. to say to that. I'm just scared. <laughs> Trevin got Abe. So, <laughs> so I have a story, and it is from Lizzie with she/her pronouns, and the subject is: My parents delivered flowers for a murderer. Oh no! Ooh. I'm already intrigued. Okay, so here we go. Were the flowers made yeah. of skin or <laughs> skin flowers? <laughs> Wrapped in Hitler pictures. <laughs> <laughs> so it says, 
Hello everyone, pets, people, and lemons. My name is Lizzie, she, her, and I have been a listener for a very long time and finally saw you guys live last year in Boston. I felt I was finally meeting my longtime friends. Anyway, here's my story. My parents owned a flower shop for a long time. They had a regular... It says costumer, but I'm assuming that's customer. Oh, oh, but that would be a fun twist. Okay, as hey, as a resident like review reader uh, of Yelp, as a resident Yelp reader, costumer almost always means customer. Is it's it? a very yes because okay. people like switch the vowels and it's hard to tell. You know um, what? You would know. You would know. I would from all those reviews. <laughs> I sure would. Um, what a there weird was a time where I developed. Would, I, it's a weird skill. There was a time where I would say costumer and Zandy and I would have a hearty chuckle. It's no longer funny because it just happens so often that we're like, okay, they mean customer. Oh, my goodness. Uh, okay. But well, yeah, fun fact. That's a common misspelling. Fun fact. Sorry so, to put you on the spot, Yeah, Lizzie. sorry I just called out your spelling. Like, I, no, no, but, but you know what? Her, her parents' speller. flower shop... Her parents' flower shop could have had a costumer. Who knows? A costumer, a customer. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> so... Um, They had a regular customer. He and his wife frequented the shop. The husband was a well-known doctor in our town. My mom noticed at times the wife would come in with bruises and she would try Mm. to talk to the wife, but also Mm. felt it was not her place to pry. As As years went on, the couple separated. That's good. Uh, Yeah. So far I'm on board. Yeah. I'm glad they did that. Uh, Mm -hmm. one day my dad got a phone call at the shop. It was the husband. (gasps) He was asking my dad to deliver a dozen roses within the hour to his estranged wife. He was very insistent despite the delivery address being at least 30 minutes away. My dad thought about it and agreed asking that he just pay an extra delivery fee for the rush. The husband agreed later that day. My mom was watching the news. To her shock and horror, the husband was on the news for murdering his estranged wife. Oh, my (gasps) God. The husband had sent roses to his estranged wife and then later that day shot her point blank with a (gasps) shotgun. My mom was distraught. She had thought he wanted to send the flowers to get back together with his wife. She never would have imagined this. Jesus. Heavy, heavy, heavy. The next day, my parents were contacted by the police to write an affidavit stating what happened when they took the order. My mom still tells the story from time to time. It really shook her up because they knew him for so long and would not have expected this. When my dad talks about it, he tells me that when my mom was on the phone with the police about the affidavit, he asked that the husband when he was going to be paying his bill. I am not sure if my dad ever got paid for that delivery. I worked at the shop until my dad closed it and have some pretty funny stories. And thankfully, none like this happened when I was a toddler. It, or, or, thankfully, none like this. This happened when I was a toddler. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry Holy about that. shit. You had one era of childhood that yeah. was safe and was free like, of no! murder. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, and then it From says... four on, it was fucking wild, wild west out there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, my bad. And then it says, um, I love you guys. I'm going to be so excited if you read this story on the show. P.S. I don't want to give away my location, so please don't read this. Oh, part on the show. Okay. (laughs) She she wanted to tell you something, Christine. Okay, I'm going to scroll down and see. Um, Aha, okay. 
copy paste it's a suggestion for a future story so uh for Uh everybody who's curious okay (laughs) um i I will bookmark that thank you no amanda that was like we gave you like the ultimate pop quiz like yeah we did this right now sorry we didn't warn you i'm sorry no 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 Um, i'm sorry i was trying to keep up but my goodness so that is a crazy crazy story about the flowers and then seeing it on the news and like were the roses sent as like uh, that's a what way I wonder to get her to come outside. That's heartbreaking. So, so mm. oh, oh, like think about that. I don't you know. You really I do write even... a good story. Um, wow, you and Trevin start the music. Uh, <laughs> we're yeah, tiny, we're tooty, we're all a little loony. <laughs> Never mind. Em's got this one. Trevin, turn down the volume. Em's got it. Uh, wow, that is bananas. I feel like. Uh, wow, you really just kind of threw me for a loop, Amanda. With your like, maybe that's how. Yeah, he would have been trying to lure her out or it would have like left. He obviously would have wanted her to see them in some way. Yeah, yeah. It was like a message or something. I wonder, well, you guys would have no way of knowing this. Neither would anybody else. Uh, But Em and I just recorded an episode before this. And um, Em told a story about somebody who died. And when their body was found, she was like holding a rose. And I was like, I wonder the symbolism of that. So I don't know. Uh, It's just a little weird. Um, I know. Maybe I jumped to conclusions, but... With the stories that we usually do, there's not a lot of detail. It's just like a weird headline. So we have to draw our own conclusions. And then you get to fill in Uh the blanks. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, I was like, whoa, is that, I don't know. Who knows? Piece it together. Well, we try to fill in the blanks and we aren't quite as (laughs) talented at it. I I, I mean, I do think at the very least he was getting flowers to like leave at her door for her to open the door and then he could grab her or maybe he really thought he could just go up and hand them to her and she would take them back or something i don't know right i mean it sounds like that i mean the fact yeah especially because the fact that they had to get an affidavit from the florist Mm -hmm. which Mm. means it was at least relevant enough that the police knew that delivery had happened that day Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's so sad i feel bad for the mom too for lizzie's mom who felt like really the guilt of it that is sad she's like i wouldn't have sent these flowers if you know i didn't want to be a part of that yeah yeah yeah, that's too bad but it's not her fault my goodness no 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 definitely not i don't think anyone's thinking about about that story and going that fucking florist (laughs) you know (laughs) if only yeah i feel like people like that already have their mind made up and are you know yeah it's it feels premeditated when there's for sure yeah Mm -hmm. Ooh. All right, Trevin, uh, you got a big, big shoes to fill here. Yeah, I do. Let's see if you can spell it all out correctly, Trevin. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this this listener story comes from a listener who has a name that I can spell, and they're calling themselves A. Oh, perfect. Easy enough. She, her. Okay. Uh, Subject is a brief compilation of my patient's psychopomps, ICU edition. Interesting. Oh do you do you all know what a psychopomp is? Does anyone remember? Um, <laughs> you probably so remember. a psychopomp is uh the the category of spirit that like the Grim Reaper falls into, where it's like a oh. a spirit guide helping you cross over in some way or helping you uh-huh. adjust to death. Um, so, so the Grim Reaper like is a in that sort of like that transitional state of like bringing yeah. from life to death. Okay, 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 okay. Yes. With the well, that's. The first ghost in the Christmas carol be like that? 
Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. Definitely. Making Good it one. relatable. Thank you, Travis. Yeah. <laughs> Making it relatable in Mar- March 1st. Yeah. Christmas Carol reference. Yes. <laughs> All right. Hi, M. Christine, Ava, all human fur fruit babies. My and name Live, is. Laugh, Larceny host. Oh, yeah, and me too. Us. And you guys. <laughs> my name is A, and you guys actually read one of my previous submissions in the August listeners episode. Oh. I was the one who had my dead patient spirit follow me home. Oh, great. An update. Hope you're well. He has crossed. <laughs> He has crossed the bridge onto better things than my two-bedroom apartment. Yay. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> oh. Excellent. I'm so happy to hear it. Victory. <laughs> this is sort of long, so bear with me here. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an ICU nurse and listen to your podcast on my way home from work to, dis- to de-stress. Something about hauntings and murders are really just zen to me and every other listener, you know? Anyways, I just finished the episode where M does a breakdown on psychopomps. I've never really heard of psychopomps before. I grew up very painfully Christian and really had no idea what they were until M talked about it on the episode. As they were explaining psychopomps, something in my stomach started feeling weird. I was uncomfortable and didn't really know why, and then it clicked. As an ICU nurse, I've been in the same room with several psychopomps who have <gasps> helped my patients cross over, but I didn't know what they were at the time. Freaky, right? Right. I would say yes. so. Given my what, job, what did the youth oh. say? Bet. <laughs> Bet. <laughs> I was I'm just going to say glizzy, but I don't think that makes What's sense. What's that? Is that a is thing? A glizzy that, a gun? It's a fancy word for a hot dog. What? Oh, a gun? <laughs> what am I thinking this is, of? I don't know. A Glock? This is a <laughs> hilarious <laughs> conversation. Glock, I have glizzies no... and Glocks. That's, you know. Hot dogs and guns. Yeah. yeah, my favorite combo. <laughs> My sister's name's Elizabeth, so sometimes they call her Glizzy Lizzie. Glizzy Lizzie. Wait, that's actually very cute. <laughs> Given my job, unfortunately, I do have several patients who step into the next life while in our unit. Looking back, almost every single patient I have lost has mentioned seeing someone, something, or most commonly, a childhood pet who is welcoming, who is welcoming them to move childhood on. Childhood pet. What's it like to know that all of your pets are just psychopomps in the making? Ooh. Oh, well, Gio is out there right now bitching at me through the door, and I'm ready to make him a psychopomp. So, you know what? What's it like to know that the dog that Do you know what? You just this fucking hate door is time. this door is open. I was about to go open the door, and then I looked over. It's open. He's just sitting there bitching at me because he's hungry and wants a treat. You mean your escort to the other side one day is bitching? What? Right. My escort to hell has something to complain about. You better feed yeah. that escort. <laughs> <laughs> Pay the toll. Pay Pay the troll toll. toll. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Trevin. Sorry. Okay. I was just trying to figure out if that was like a merch opportunity or something, like (laughs) future psychopomp or something. Oh, future psychopomp. You guys have to do it. Hey, let's remind remind everybody by putting a sweater on our dogs that they're going to die before us. That would be a great merch idea, guys. (laughs) See, it's sorry. That's the the hard thing about our type of true crime entertainment is like at, how do we make this funny exactly all the way through because exactly. it always has a bad that's root. why you guys found like i mean genius 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 yeah. you must sleep so much better at night anyway um pretty well Trevin. actually yeah. <laughs> okay um the passing on move on okay one of the most memorable was a patient i had who was very very close to passing the room was very quiet and solemn 
and all of a sudden she opened her eyes super wide, smiled, and said, Eleanor, you made it. <gasps> the patient passed immediately after. This made her family laugh and cry really hard, and they told me that Eleanor was the patient's daughter who had passed in childhood 20 years ago. Shut up. It was her daughter? And they actually wrote Q Waterworks. No, seriously. Yeah. Uh, For sure. Oh my God. I'm following the, the stage directions. A few weeks later, I had a patient who was actively passing, but, but kept asking me to pull up an extra chair at the side of his bed. I found one for him and brought it in. But Did nobody they like in the room... sit on it? And they were like, no, it's not for you. <laughs> Get off. It's not for you. Get out of that chair. Get out. Uh, but nobody in the room needed a chair, so it sat empty. Or so I thought. <laughs> the family was prodding the patient and asked him why he needed the extra chair. The patient said, Gwen is here. I imagine she'll want to sit because of her knees. Oh. We're just... We're just going to talk for a bit, and then we will go. This cute little, this cute little peepaw had asked me for a chair. <laughs> peepaw, peepaw, peepaw. I guess that's just. Trevin's like this cute little peepaw. <laughs> like, do am I required to say those words? <laughs> this cute little peepaw. It does sound very whimsical, but I just wanted. <laughs> it sounds, to be honest, very Missouri to me. It does. It does. I'm just, I'm just saying. Hey, peepaw. The biggest twist of this all is that I actually did call my grandpa Peepaw, and it just feels really uncomfortable. It like feels oh, weird Trevin, to say it as oh an adult. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> so it's too close to home. No, I'm just. It just. Didn't, I've never seen it spelt out. I just don't. I don't think I could read back when he was when I was when he was alive. So I've just never really seen it spelt out. Oh my it is kind of a weird way. Is it? Is it like P E P A W? Yeah. P E P A W. Because like uh, yeah, I feel like me ma. I mean, I don't know. M -E yep, Mima was his wife. Yep. Really? You had a peepaw? You had a peepaw? That's so cute. Yeah. She I feel like we just roasted your grandparents who have passed, apparently. Like, <laughs> no, I love that. No, no. <laughs> He's they... totally fine. <laughs> I think I was the first grandkid, so it was probably me who made the names up, honestly. It's a great uh, name. I've been trying to get my mother-in-law to be Mima for the longest time, and she has a uh, mug that says "Mother F Best Mother F and Mima," and I'm like, I love. She was like, "No, I'm Grammy," and I was like, "Wait, let's go back to Mima." <laughs> so but she's from Missouri. <laughs> yeah, give me that mug back. Yeah, but she's from Missouri, so I figure you know she she seemed to take to it pretty well. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Just saying. Yeah, I wonder if my mom will be a Mima. My parents are Gigi and Papa, so Gigi's a classic. Yeah, yeah. Gigi's My a classic. My mom swears she wants to be nanny, and, and then she says because it makes her feel young. And I'm like, that's not right. That's 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 kind of okay. Those go against <laughs> each other. Well, both of her grandmas were nannies, so I think she wants to be like a nanny. I mean, nanny is a cute name. one. Yeah, yeah, that but, is cute. I just never thought of for, that one. I'm mm. gonna call her Fran Drescher. <laughs> right. You know that would be more accurate. Actually, pretty apt for Nanny yeah. Franny. That would work. Nanny Fran, mm. love it. Ugh, classic. Okay, anyway. sorry, Trevin. We have we have derailed you eighty five thousand yeah, times. This person's um, in the middle of their grandfather actively passing, and we're just laughing. Well, it's sorry. not their grandfather; it's their patient. But oh, the patient, so the patient, true. the patient. Still close, still close, still not, still not fun. Anyway, I'll start back at the cute little peepaw. Okay, okay thank you for that. <laughs> this cute little peepaw had asked me for a chair for his wife that he lost two years prior due to COVID. She had arthritic knees, and even on his deathbed, he wanted to make sure she could sit and take a rest before, before helping him cross to be with her. Aww. Cute waterworks again. 
I have also had several occasions where patients start petting the blankets on their bed, saying that their childhood dog, cat, or even guinea pig came to help them move on. It's such a surreal experience. <laughs> Not knowing anything about psychopomps previously, I can say that I have a new perspective and maybe even feel comforted in the fact that it seems to be at least someone who comes to help you at the end of your life on Earth. Mm. This was one of my sweeter stories. Next time I'll have to write in our ICU, room five, and angry spirits that live there. Or the ghost in my parents' house that gave my mother a concussion. But those stories, as I'm sure you've assumed by now, are for another time. Mm -hmm. Ominous music. And then it goes, just kidding, here they are. No, I can't take it. I can't take another one. <laughs> no, if there was a second one, I'd be covering it right now. I'd be like, there is. Yeah, you'd be on it already. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, psychopomps. Um, I'm so glad you reminded me because I know you talked about psychopomps and I kind of jokingly was like, oh, I've heard of that. But I, I guess I didn't totally get it. Yeah, I feel like in my episode, it like almost normalized the Grim Reaper because he seems like such a standalone, almost like villain. But, I think like, it was we talked just... so much about the Grim Reaper. Was that the topic you did that day? Yeah, it was Grim Reaper slash Psychopomps in oh, general. Okay, okay. Because I think um, it didn't occur to me it could be a fucking guinea pig also. Yeah, which, by the way, was everyone else busy? Only your guinea pig had a free day, but, like, <laughs> didn't come get you. You're like, Edna? No, just your fucking guinea pig I've, from third I've grade. I've seen a meme before where it's like, imagine being the little kids in the orphanage and parents come and they buy Stuart Little instead of adopting you. Like, they just get a fucking mouse. A fucking rodent, yeah. <laughs> they get a oh. mouse over you. And it's like, imagine you're dying in the only person who thought it was important to come collect you was your guinea pig your right. little rodent um yeah it's like rough. who's there and it's like it's scruffles it's like scruffles. <laughs> no not scruffles at least the family dog no he was yeah. busy even he is had that you grandma no grandma's got iris tier tickets sorry you know i am curious though about I'm curious about Mima's knees because you would think in the afterlife, like maybe her knees didn't hurt anymore. Well, so, and like, so maybe, maybe he didn't know. Cause it sounded like he said he was like preparing a chair for her. Maybe he mm. didn't like, maybe she hadn't arrived yet. Right. And he was like, Oh, she's coming and she might want to sit. Uh, uh, Christine already knows the story, but I, one of the first ghosts I ever saw was my grandpa and I saw Ooh. him and my cousin saw him separately and both times we saw him with both of his legs and he was an amputee. So <gasps> right, it right, is, right. Oh. it is interesting. It's like, oh, so you just like recollect all the limbs when you get somewhere else, like <laughs> a sponge. So and was, was he older? Like when you saw him as a ghost? He, yeah, he, I was, I was so young. I don't know if mm. I knew how much younger he looked, um. but he looked like. A young old, if that makes sense. Like he was like, he probably maybe like 60. middle of life. Yeah, I feel like the one that I've heard the most often um, is that people is like a middle aged kind of like in the prime of your like adulthood sort of. Yeah, I feel life. like I'm surprised by that because I would think like you get to pick like whatever age you remember being the happiest or you want your spirit to reflect or something. something maybe that cool. is. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That probably is it. I mean, I I think that would be it. I feel like I'm a lot. I mean. I don't know. I speak for myself only, I guess. But I feel like in my 30s, I am much happier at this point in my life than like 21. Like, Ugh. I don't want to be 20. I don't want to live as a 21 year old ever again. I don't um, want to be a 21 year old ghost. That would be way too wild. No. <laughs> so, just, like, I mean, maybe breaking things in someone's bar, trying to get like a solo cup, like just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing like that Forever 21 shirt and it keeps falling and I'm like trying to safety pin it. It's, it's like it's just too much work. I don't know. 
And all you can do is make Facebook statuses that are just really emo lyrics. Oh yeah. my god! And it says <laughs> Christine, like, Christine, can you show them your is... shirt currently? No. What does it show, say? Show Let them what see. you're wearing. It says someone in Fall Out Boy loves me, and it's true, and it's real. Oh, I, you know, I love it. It's, it's not. True, it's it's not a phase. <laughs> it's it's so... real life. Hey, it is okay. a lifelong phase. It's a lifelong phase. It's a lifelong trauma or whatever. Um, oh wait, no, that was from a different episode that we just recorded. Sorry. <laughs> Cut that out, Jack. That inside joke won't land with anyone because it happened before Amanda and Trevin even got on the call. Wow. Before we were even born. Before, yeah. When you were a sparkle in my eye, a twinkle in my eye. Um, I'm pretty sure. Aren't we older than you? I'm sure. I don't know. I don't know. You seem more youth. You seem more with it than I am. Oh. So I just assume. I just well, I don't assume. have kids. Me either. Oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe you guys are the youthful ones then. Yes, i don't know i'm are. the trevin of and that's why we drink and you're the m of live love larceny that's exactly i gotta tell you not having I'm kids the, wait it's a good time on. you're say yeah. it again you're the sorry <laughs> oh you're the trevin of and that's what you drink i'm that's the truth you're the amanda. oh no and amanda is the christine of live love larceny i'll take it mm-hmm. did you know my middle name is christine it is not it's with really it's with a k though so i know boo you can boo no no now that i live in kentucky every time i say christine people are like kri and i'm like no it's like i feel like certain cities are like oh ch and i'm like yes interesting they're they're k they're k they just think everything needs to start with a k interesting yeah yeah you know what's so weird kf or a c i don't want it i don't (laughs) (laughs) that's what em always says You know what's wild is my middle name is Trevin. Oh, um, hell. Although that would be something. That Whoa. would be absolutely, uh, this would be kismet if that was. The no, that would blow my mind away. Oh, oh boy. Okay. okay I think it's your I turn it's again, your... Christine. Oh, you're right. You're 100% right. Who doesn't love the good things in life? Even though one can enjoy a little luxury, it doesn't mean they can always afford it. That's why there's Quince. Quince is your go-to for luxury essentials at affordable prices. Quince offers a range of high-quality items at prices within reach, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters from $50, washable silk tops and dresses, organic cotton sweaters, and 14-karat gold jewelry. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50-80% to less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Don't you love that? I always get excited when I get to talk about Quince. And if you are seeing us on tour at all, you will absolutely be seeing me wearing Quince because it's pretty much all I wear now. Um, Even at home, I have like these really beautiful sweats that I got from them. And they're so soft and they feel luxurious, but they were so affordable compared to the fancy ones you see, like influencer posting, that kind of thing. And I tell you what, if you see me on stage, I'm going to be wearing either one of the washable silk blouses, which game changer, washable silk, genius or if it's a little colder, I'm usually wearing the the fisherman sweater, which also looks so chic and expensive, even though it wasn't. So yeah, let me know what you guys think of my, my outfits. They're basically all Quince now. Give yourself the luxury you deserve with Quince. Go to quince.com slash drink for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash drink to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash drink. By now, you've probably heard about Burrow, a new kind of furniture company known for timeless designs, durable materials, and details that make life in your space easier. 
Last year, they brought their expertise outside with the launch of their outdoor line, which I love, and now they're adding more must-have pieces to the collection. For example, Dunes offers seating, dining, and lounger options, while Scout is a new folding chair upholstered in a chic woven fabric. And I think I'm going to get two of those for the balcony. Blaze and I love to sit out there in the evenings after Leona goes to bed. And I love the idea of having a good-looking but also extremely useful and comfy place to sit outside. Made of durable materials made for all seasons, weather-resistant teak, stainless alloy, and quick-dry stain-resistant cushions with easy assembly and disassembly this is the perfect thing for your outdoor space they also just launched a new standing desk co-pilot with adjustable height a durable scratch resistant body with built-in storage to make working at home easier than ever i'm in the market for a new desk um so this is definitely going to be my next bookmark and of course there's burrow's legacy seating collections like the nomad and range now available in new colors and m and i that's like the only piece of furniture i think we actually share is our burrow sofa in the podcast department love that thing and that's why we drink listen can get 15% off their first order at burrow.com slash drink. That's burrow, B-U-R-R-O-W.com slash drink for 15% off. Burrow.com slash drink. Okay. This one is called Mysterious Wooden Box on the Dining Room Table Dash Open at Your Own Risk, which really does sound like a Fall Out Boy song title. Um, (laughs) It's very long. It has a lot of punctuation. So, um... And weirdly enough, the entire email is like 10 lines. So I feel like it's, uh, it is like Fall Boy. The song. So is the, it lyrics? The is that what we're getting to? Than, it might be a song. Ooh. Hold on, Trevin, play me in. <laughs> yeah, just play kidding. her in. Please don't make me sing. It's going to be bad for everybody. Don't okay. make me sing. Don't make me sing. Oh, me? Little old me? Okay. This is, wow. Okay. Preferred name and pronouns. Stuart. Okay, uh, here, M. Little? Oh my god. <laughs> not, a, not that little Sorry. Little. Formerly orphaned. <laughs> little. No, Mouse. M, I have. <laughs> my pronouns are formerly orphaned. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound like a follow up boy line. <laughs> I guess it's about time that I tell you I do have a box of wine here. And I did. I've. Been very ill for a week, so I haven't had any wine in a week. So, um, oh my. if I'm acting drink a little that bit, wine, please. If I'm acting a little bit uh, loosey goosey, that's why. Um, I will also M's have M's like not loving it. Okay, uh, I will also add real quick that uh, <laughs> I have a quick question, <laughs> and I feel I'm sorry, like I can I'm still on poor really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, seriously. I'm still there too. <laughs> I'm getting <laughs> It's not funny and there's other people here, so like I can't keep going the way that I usually want, so I have to keep it together. <laughs> you don't have to question? do anything. They're trapped. They can't We're trapped leave. in this call and you can do whatever you want. You can literally do whatever you want. <laughs> what were you saying, Christy? What was your question? Okay, so I feel like I should scream for Eva, but maybe not. I'll ask you what you think, Em. Uh, it says preferred name and pronouns, and they wrote their full first and last name. Do I say the whole thing? <laughs> no. No? Okay, it says preferred name, and it's quite a name. So I thought maybe like they want like the pomp, Oof. psycho pomp and circumstance surrounding If you don't the say name. the last name, we're just going to think it's Stuart Little, though, at this You're point. You're right. I- That's part of the problem. <laughs> I think, should we just go with Stuart Little now at this yeah. point? Just, okay, yeah. Stuart, okay. Uh, apparently 
According to M and Amanda, we are rejecting your preferred name and pronouns and calling you Stuart Little only. <laughs> I just don't uh, want to triangulate them. That's the only reason for their okay, safety. Okay, fine, 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 fine. This is Stuart, he, him. Thank you, Stuart. Uh, I, I just want you to know, Stuart, that I appreciate your beautiful hyphenated last name. I think it's like quite a powerhouse of a name. So I'll just put that out there. Ooh. Yeah. Mysterious wooden box on the dining room table open at your own risk. Heads up. That's how this email begins. Heads up. Okay. This <laughs> this story is not paranormal in any way. Uh, okay, hold on. I feel like I have to. What are we doing here then? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out. Crime, maybe? I don't know. Heads up. This story is not paranormal in any way, but is 100% true and so still worth telling. You got to love when people uh, insist that their story is going to be worth right. telling. Right. They're like, hey, stick with on the me. Show, so. Stick with that me. I was going to say, stick with me. It'll be worth it. <laughs> Uh, in the early 2000s, I was a grad student at the University of Toronto. BTW, M and I are going there. Oh, wait. It'll be over by the time this comes out. Never mind. I was going to say bye. <laughs> Old <tickets>. news. <laughs> Old news. Um, hope you were there, Stuart Little. It would be great to see you. Or not see you, since we you're so small. We wouldn't have been able to see you. You're so small. <laughs> uh, this poor guy. Okay. Uh, I was a grad student at the University of Toronto, living with three roommates at graduate house residence one night i came home after a long day and night in the lab to find a mysterious wooden box sitting on our dining room table i mean this really sounds like jumanji already i'm so hey shrevin someone's coming for your spot my first thought was i have got to take a look but then my gut kicked in and said leave it alone mm. so I, I feel like that was your guardian angel maybe your psycho pump like, you're getting big you're so your psycho pump was like don't fuck it we're not ready yet yeah so i went to bed box untouched the next morning talking with my roommates i found out one of them was studying anatomy and so had brought home a specimen for further study if i had opened that box alone and in the darkness the night before i would have found a human skull <gasps> girl what oh my god that's me (laughs) adding my own commentary whoa just one more piece of proof to say if you find a mysterious wooden box on your dining room table late at night just leave it alone and go to bed loving the Mm. podcast was so excited to hear your story on the university of toronto the next time you come to toronto m lead a ghost tour slash investigation lead a ghost tour slash investigation of the u of t colleges i would be there in a heartbeat keep it creepy Stewart. That's very sweet. That sounds like a, a lot of work, though, to be honest. Um, but I, uh, <laughs> Em's like, I'll attend a ghost tour. I'll go to a ghost tour. If you set one up, I'll go. Yeah, Stuart. I think that you maybe have more to offer. No offense to Em, but like you're kind of like from there. You know, you can tell us about the box again. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I feel uh, like wow. I would. Okay, quick, quick poll of the room. Who would have opened the box? Oh, Raise your hand. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would have opened it. Yeah, as long as it's not moving. Trevin, raise your damn hand. Oh, I have to actually. <laughs> I'm free for three. Yes. Yes. You have to Sorry. raise your hand. I'm on an audio medium, I thought. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it doesn't you know what? count. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I, you know, there was one time, we've talked about it, everyone, everyone but the two of you, their ears are bleeding because we've talked about this so many times on the show. But what? one of the weirdest pieces of fan mail we ever got was like out of a horror movie a full-blown wooden crate we had to pry open full of hay with a an old haunted doll in it with a note without a return address that said no keep setting our barn on fire we don't know what to do with it what did you do with the doll 
Well, we put it in my closet for many years because we we literally didn't know what to do because we thought, well, we can't put it in the trash can like that can't be good. Right. And like it was at my house that we opened it. So Em was like, not my fucking problem. And I was like, you're right. But also <laughs> tire shit. tracks left the driveway. I was like, it's, the it's Subaru <laughs> was out of there. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel like um, there's no good there's no good answer when body parts arrive in your home and you don't no. know where they came from i wonder i do wonder for first i wish you were Stuart, can you if you oh shit see this comes out afterward but i really want to know from Stuart, <laughs> like what he thinks he would have done if he did open it and see a skull like i would like to know in an alternate timeline if Stuart's like little nagging voice didn't get to him mm-hmm. if he did open his, it his little Stuart, if you will Stuart, little, little, little Stuart. <laughs> that Mm, seems you know, mm. oh you're right yeah, yeah, yeah. so mm. what i would have done i would have opened up the box i would have seen a skull i would have put the lid right back on and done like the keep your eyes open and your ears open but your mouth shut i saw nothing just like do you almost like rewind right like you put it on you're like you lift it up you're like never mind bitter look Re- yep. regret that if no one saw me lift the lid of that box no one knows i saw what's in the box and that's how the rest right. of what's my life's gonna play out so yeah, and Trevin, yeah. would you, you said you also would have opened the box, right? Yeah, because to me, I you seem like the most, like maybe the wisest. It's probably because you're the least loud, <laughs> and so I thought maybe you'd be like the least likely to open it. But if you would, it makes me feel better about myself that yeah. you would also open the box. Well, I'm a curious little cat, you know. I see. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Aren't we all? And that that that's that's a beautiful thing. And you Amanda, giving- you would have opened. Trevin, oh, you are it, giving energy yeah. that like we'd all open the box, but we would look to you for what to do next. That's exactly oh. it. I yeah. feel like Trevin would have allowed us to open the box and then probably said something like, I told you guys that wasn't a good idea. And we would have believed you, even though like you <laughs> even totally... though you just gaslit the shit out of us. You were like ringleading the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Now I'm mad at you, Trevin. Okay. You know what, yeah. Trevin? Yeah. Screw you. What's the matter with you? <laughs> I do really like people to kind of make their own decisions but yeah i would take the blame too yeah okay all right all right well the next time one of us brings a body part home i guess we all know how it's gonna go down mm-hmm. we're all I'm gonna text be you pretty. trevin i'll be like you now what your turn <laughs> now what do i do i mean if it was really up to me i'd say like maybe just two of us make the decision to see it first before making everybody oh, to, see it right to spare the others yeah. okay mm. that's fun but yeah, I would so. be so I'd be pushy. I'd be like, I'm gonna be the one with Trevin who gets to look at it first. Um, I for sure would. Fair enough. Yeah. And then I'd be like, Em, you'll never believe it. But you can't look at it, but you'll never believe <laughs> and it. And I'll never tell you. And I'll never tell. But it's the craziest <laughs> thing. But you'll never know. <laughs> Trevin and I have gone through something together. So it's <laughs> so like, am I jealous that you bonded? Am I not? For I sure you are. For sure you mm. are. That's part of it. They have a trauma okay, bond. Let's... <laughs> <laughs> We've trauma bonded. <laughs> okay. We got one last one. Um, according to what I see so far in the subject line, this is going to be a slam dunk ending for our oh, episode. It's nice. what I call the the finale, the March Madness of it all. Uh, the what? <laughs> is that what the subject is... line says? Just slam dunk ending? Yeah. <laughs> slam dunk ending, the March Madness of it all. Yeah. It, it's also in asterisks, nothing but net is what it should be. Okay. Eva's calling for some reason. Em and I find basketball (laughs) phrases to be like the funniest thing, and it's like there's no real good reason, but it's yeah. I'm also someone who can't tell if a glizzy is a gun or a hot dog, but I do know a lot about (laughs) basketball headlines. I don't terminology. Yeah, we actually have a we have an inside joke on our show. My wife uh, Emily, she 
thought the saying going hard in the paint is going hard in the pants. Oh my god. Oh no. And so I like for the longest she time, sounds cool. She would say in the pants. <laughs> she'd say, Oh, Taylor Swift really went hard in the pants on that album. And I'm like, Whoa! No, that's that's not what we're talking about. You're like, yeah, nothing but net. I get it. (laughs) I got to be honest, Trevin, you have just done a number to me, and now I I will only be saying it that way in my day to day. So, agreed. Scene, get ready for that phrase. I'm prepared. Um, Hard in the pants. So, (laughs) here we go. Uh, The title is My Ex Was in the Duggar Cult, (gasps) which. um, Oh. Oh, no. Context for the two of you. I'm obsessed with the Duggars in a really unhealthy way. Um, and At least you own it. I, I would. I thought I would have to kind of give the like face of, but it's in an unhealthy way. But you seem to already. No, I know where I am. Self-aware. I okay. Um, I really, I am probably their biggest anti-fan fan. If you know what I'm saying, where oh, I'm just yeah. like, I just the fascination will never. It's sort I'll of like never train tire. wreck. Yeah. Yeah. You right. can't look away. Yeah. The kids exactly. keep. I mean, the kids exactly. keep coming. I get it. You know. Yeah, I get it. It's like true. The kids, the kids, the kids with the J names keep coming. That's what I've learned. Um, There's always stop. new info. Yeah, yeah, we're always counting. <laughs> it never ends. Nailed it. Uh, the never mind. I was gonna make a bad joke. Okay, going on. Uh, this is from Kelsey, who's a she/they pronouns. Love a double pronoun. Thank you for normalizing mm-hmm. pronouns. And Kelsey says. Emphasis on X. My ex was in the Duggar cult. Since uh-huh. I do not want to be associated with that man anymore. Fair enough, Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he grew up in the same homeschooling program as the Duggars, which, by the way, is called ATI, Advanced Training Institute. I was going to say M. Fill in the blank. Thank you. <laughs> I got gotcha. um, He grew up in the same homeschooling program as the Duggars that was run by Bill Gothard, their cult leader. Bill Gothard would talk one-on-one with him and put him on such a pedestal that gave him too much of an ego since he was such an alpha male. Yikes. Uh, My my ex was so close to the Duggars that he got chicken pox from them during a joint trip with his family. I know exactly who this person is. No, you don't. What? I remember the episode. Ah, you know this person? Was this person on television, Kelsey? Because there's a whole episode where the Duggars had family had family friends in town and like 50 children got chicken pox all at once. Okay. Oh, wow. oh my Whoa. God. Anyway, uh, I'm so glad I'm out of that relationship since all he wanted was a housewife and refused to clean our shared apartment. Big fan of the show. I think you mean our show, not their show. And I've been <laughs> here from the start. The oh, big fan of the show. Not yours. Yours sucks. But I love the Duggars. Yeah. I get it. Um, and that's Whoa. it. That's the whole thing from Kelsey. Wow. Wait, wow. Kel- what I say, it. folks? Buckets. Nothing Buckets, but net. Nothing but net. Hard in the pants. From downtown. From downtown. That's a new one. Em's going to take that and run with this. Swear to God. That will be the thing I say from now on. Yeah. From um, downtown. Oh, God. Okay. Wow. Wait. Wow. Okay. So. So you think you might know. Well, I mean, there were 50 kids that got chicken pucks, but you've seen the episode where there were family well, friends. There's 50 kids. 20 of them are the Duggars. So <laughs> right, that immediately right, right. drops so that my 30. elimination process. We can narrow it down um, a little. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know if it was, I don't know if the family was actually on TV 
But I remember in the episode, I, I'm pretty sure they say like, oh, we just came back from a family trip with insert family name. Oh, my here. God. So at least he's been like it referenced in the in the Duggar sphere. Mm-hmm. Like, I think so. Unless I'm totally making universe. it up. I'm I mean, I'm pretty sure. I don't, I don't sure. doubt it. I feel like, I mean, I do. I don't think you're making it up. I feel like um, I feel like somewhere there may have been a blip. I feel like they recorded so much of their bullshit. Somewhere there's got to be a blip about this chicken pox mm-hmm. epidemic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember it being uh, there was another episode too. I'm hope I, I hope I'm not confusing them. There's another episode where like family friends were in town and they all got the flu at the same time. Can you imagine taking care of? It was 38 children with the flu. Can you Absolutely imagine? Not. Ugh. Can you no. imagine being the the fucking like, cameraman who's getting paid like fucking pennies no. and you're like, now I have to be in this room with 38 children with the flu? Like, Well, th- what I love about those, and by the way, it was the stomach flu, so it was just <gasps> vomit everywhere. Oh my God, can I tell you something Gross. so horrid that you're just going to want to sign off immediately? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sometimes Eva does this, and I'm like, you know what you're doing, Eva, when you when you set us up like this at the end of the episode. Eva There's, puts in a fucking... Okay, go ahead. There's a scene... The children get the stomach bug and literally they're like the parents are leaving like cups of water to like give to the kids to like drink some water. One of them throws up in the cup and then leaves it on the counter. No, I can't. I can't. No, I can't. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) They left that in the episode. Oh, yeah. And like the best part is his wife. I mean, that's good TV. Fucking the best part TV. is his wife and i in hate this, that it's good tv in this like in their religion slash cult um like the wife is so submissive like barely has a personality you just don't know anything about her except that she's there to just like smile and nod and make her husband feel like he's the only just man like on kelsey Earth. oh <laughs> just, just like, like kelsey, kelsey could have been kelsey could have been but but decided probably for her better right well so my favorite thing is it's the only scene they this show went on for years and years and years and years and years and it's the only scene where his wife is like hysterically laughing because <laughs> like her she, husband just wait, really? children vomit. Yeah. Oh, the husband. Oh, did? I, I thought, thought it was you said it was the kid. mom. Okay. Jim Bob. Oh, Jim Bob. Oh, Jim Bob. Good. That's good, good for him. That, I feel better um, about that. I feel better yeah. too. Thank you. It was you. a little deserved. Um. Anyway, now that's good TV. Yeah. I'll end on that. <laughs> that's but justice. That was. That's a round that's of applause karma. story right there. Wow. Um, wow. Wow. The fact that somebody wrote in to say. That is talk about petty. I mean, listen, I love Live Laugh Larceny. I've listened to several episodes, but I'm also very behind on all my podcasts. But I feel, and so correct, what I'm saying is, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like someone getting chicken pox from the Duggars feels like a very Live Laugh Larceny type of. Oh, yeah. Vibe, like, right? Oh, like, yeah. just kind of like a ridiculous store petty story. It sounds unbelievable. Like, and I think it's kind of petty, you know, for them to then send the email in which i love i love which it. is even oh, better a hundred percent a hundred percent i love that wow. so much that's beautiful <laughs> that's just beautiful wow what a way to round out uh, yeah our stories yeah happy march everybody that's how it's <laughs> hopefully none of that march madness it's, it's madness oh yeah i didn't even think it about is that. indeed madness <laughs> thank um, you uh Eva for the stories, but thank you also both of you for coming on and reading with us. Thank oh you. We appreciate well, thanks thank for you having so us. Much. This was a lot of fun. So much for having us. Yeah. We're there... we're honored to have you. Sorry, Em, go ahead. I was gonna say, can you shout yourselves out anywhere people can find you? Oh man. Well, we anywhere you listen to podcasts, live laugh larceny, and we're on Instagram, TikTok, 
threads. We're on Facebook. I mean, we're everywhere, wherever, you know. Okay, cool. <laughs> but yeah, definitely, threads. if you're into the petty stuff, we would love to get it. I'm sure that your listeners have really good true true petty crime stories that's the thing i feel like em and i like when eva said oh there really weren't that many submissions of like petty crimes in our inbox i was like what a what a yeah feels like a missing piece mm -hmm. like you guys really brought brought us a, th a topic or a theme where i'm like man that is that's a gold mine right there i feel like i hear in in our stories like they're never the actual like topic people are landing True. on but i feel like in the in the writing you can hear the, the attitude of yeah. some of the people yes. and you can tell they're petty people oh, so yeah. uh and a, in the best way by the way because i'm the, beyond the pettiest so right, uh, right. it really is ends vibe for sure yeah oh yeah I love petty stuff this um, this show keeps us so in like finger on the petty pulse every week <laughs> we know what's going down and just like living in the atmosphere of petty has like made us more petty i think wait i kind of love that uh i when while making this show uh I had I was getting evicted and I formed a band in a day just because they were going to do an open house through my house. So <gasps> I set up a whole band practice to do a concert for the open house. You sure did. <laughs> Fuck yes. We kept the realtor from actually doing it. They Fuck yes. Our protest worked. So but it Be was if I didn't do the show, I, Are you kidding I probably me? wouldn't have done it. <laughs> yeah. I, I've never been more impressed with somebody. Em is actually <laughs> almost at a loss for words, which I think has never happened. So I Wow. Yeah, we it's made well fake done. posters for the show and called our band Perpetual Eviction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like oh that's God, petty, you know? It doesn't have to mean anything crazy. Just, you know, uh, <laughs> just like be a little petty. It's fine. Yeah. I, I, please, I'm going to go check out any merch that you have, but if you don't have a shirt <laughs> that just says, I'm the pettiest bitch you'll know, you'll ever meet, <laughs> I need that shirt a thousand percent. I think we'll you can only make petty. one. We'll send you. And it's for you, Em. Yeah. I, I, anything petty, I'm going to I'm just going to go look and just see what you have and do a little a little shopping. So there you go. Uh, anyway, thank you guys for for coming. I really appreciate you guys on our show, reading our stories and uh, for our listeners. We'll see you in April on April 1st, April Fool's Day. But oh, boy, I don't know what that means. Neither we do never you. Come that's up, the fun of never, it. That's the fun of it. None of us. know. Yeah. We'll see what happens. It's only non listener stories. People oh. who don't listen to your show. Oh, now that's now interesting. That's... I think you're about to become one of our consultants for the show. What's happening and... here? What's happening here? <laughs> All right. We'll see everyone on April Fool's Day. I will be uh, listening. I'll be telling stories with my favorite fool. And oh, uh, oh yeah, that's you. So me. and oh shit. Okay, that's why. Oh, we're doing it. Oh, yeah. should we? Oh no, no. Let's oh, you can jump let's, in. Okay. Would you like Wait, to jump let's in? Wait, let's all say. Let's all say drink together. Perfect. Okay. 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 And that's why we drink. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's a... <laughs> it was a beautiful harmony. I don't know what everyone else will hear, but to me, it was absolutely perfect. I felt the um, vibrations. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Trevin, with all your music background, I'm going to need you to make that sound like, a, like an orchestra. He can, so. he can auto tune us all. <laughs> Dream. Oh, yeah, we're like, oh, yeah. Dream. Yeah. 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 Ye